1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Oh my God, there's a little uh, a little uh, chipmunk just running across the Oh my God, that was so In exciting. your room? Uh, at the door. It was, it was thinking of coming in and I scared it. A little, cute little thing. Um... Yeah, hmm. I mean that's the thing, isn't it? That that's the thing like we were talking about on TV and oh, there it is again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to go. It's too much <laughs> Chris Hello. Hello. What what is Homo
3: sapiens extra? Do tell. Homo sapiens Extra is a one-stop shop where we talk about your emails and feedback from the previous week's episode in this case laurie anderson we give away our beloved listeners a t-shirt to our favorite review on apple podcasts we do wormhole of the week where we share what what wormholes we've been falling down on the internet private browsing non-private browsing and we do anecdote roulette where alan tells us a tall tale from his wonderful odyssey in the world of entertainment a cornucopia. Absolutely. You have that scene too. Um, and-
2: <laughs> good morning, London. This is the Catskills jury with the results <laughs> of the Eurovision non-song contest.
3: How are you? Who? I'm good. Do you notice a um, more calm demeanor about me, Alan? No. yes well
2: why what's happened are you on medication what's happened
3: somebody's got hold of um some cbd oil haven't they (gasps) shut up i do see a little there's a little dead in the eyes now that i come to see it (laughs) what did you get that for i can see little pixies dancing around me but um uh i got it from boots.com would you believe i would have you ever had it of course do you think it works yes
2: Yes, no, I've had it. I've had it like in various forms, CBD oil. Yeah, I mean, like it's if you're a little anxious or something, it's good. Also, if you almost want to zone out a wee bit, it's kind of nice. I'd plop it in a wee drink. Do you mm-hmm. in a vodka tonic? Vodka soda, <laughs> soda I vodka soda, please, good none goodness. of that tonic rubbish. And also, if I I use CBD, uh, if I have sore joints from my from my intensive workouts, I do. I put CBD cream on my. Sh- elbows and things oh really i've I've also just i've I've also can i just say i've also recently bought cpd lubricant really yes
3: and i thoroughly recommend it and what's the benefit there do you nod off during sex (laughs) (laughs) no
2: but there is is a relaxing
3: of certain areas say no more dear oh my god we can stop using poppers
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes it's true yes (laughs) Um, it's really good actually it's really and so I, I like it and it's called something hilarious like i wish i had it here but it's obviously by my bed uh it's called <laughs> something like knob knob off or something jack's knob off or something it's got knob and i was, i think knob is a funny word whichever no it's a very is that
3: a very british word very british yeah
2: yeah like if you say um like you know it's about someone's knob and <laughs> or like the knob, even the knob on a you know like a, when you're in a studio and there's all the knobs on the in front of the engineer, yes. I, see, I always do. I thought, "Oh, look at your knobs."
3: And nothing, cricket in America. <laughs> Can Alan go in the booth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, why did you take it? My friend came to stay, and they just seemed in such good spirits. And I was like, "What's up?" And they were like, "I've been taking <laughs> CBD oil." So, um, so I got. So, what do you feel? You
2: just you feel a little, just a little, a little
3: medicated. You, or what? It just feels like it slightly takes the edge off. Or, you know, when you've had a really good night's sleep. Yes. You feel like that. And ah. so I kind of and I, I've i been doing it where like you either take it uh, un, under your tongue before bed and that oh. you, I just sleep straight through. Whereas normally I wake up at five. Um, what about your dreams? Do you have funny dreams? No, no funny dreams yet. Uh. But I'm allowed oh, to well. take 80 drops a day. So I'm gonna up 80? my dose. Yeah, I think it says that. I might be wrong. Maybe don't get quote your me glasses on. on. What if it's eight or <laughs> yeah, twenty? I just took the lid off and drank it. Um. <laughs> we got CBD oil
2: for Jerry, but we haven't used it. Oh, but it's we got it up our sleeve. I actually found it in our bathroom, and I was about to. I thought it was my vitamin D because I have to take a vitamin D supplement, and I thought it was my vitamin D. I was about to pop it in, but it's like doggy CBD oil, just to kind of like if you know if he if he's a bit anxious or a bit. If there's if they have pain or something, I think it's great. I think it's I think it's you know amazing and 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 interesting about how incredibly quickly really the world has it seems adopted CBD mm. oils and unctions as 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 a palliative and calming and you know using it for good
3: rather than being this like,
2: oh marijuana they're going to turn into zombies and kill us
3: yeah it's funny that isn't it it's where money can be made suddenly it's not so demonized Always. anymore
2: it's like um it's like um what happened with the uh, marriage equality yeah. in america is that as soon as states you know who uh, you know first of all it was done before it was a federal thing it was done state by state and of course every state that um did it got this huge influx of money for all these gays coming to get married and bringing all their friends, having a party and spending lots of cash. And so, and then the same thing happened with the, with the legalizing marijuana Mm. and not that I'm not that I'm saying that, you know, equating, uh, uh, civil rights with, um, weed, but sort of I am. I think I sort of am because actually what I'm saying is that some, when it's, when something has been demonized. In a way, to make people who uh, were part of the demonization understand and accept it, you have to speak their language. And that usually, unfortunately, means money.
3: Yes, 100%. Drop the mic. And how are you? I see you've been posting some very um, racy photographs of your gym progress. (laughs) I did go racy this week.
2: I went, uh, yes, I went, well, I, I posted my pictures. They weren't racy. The ones I sent to Guthrie at the end of my, I do my snarling. <laughs> <laughs> I should make the noise when I take the picture. Because there's a bit in my app. My my, my um, trainer's called Guthrie Lewis. It's a good Scottish Such name. Such a great name. Isn't it? But he's not Scottish. And uh, um, he uh, sends me, I get a th- I get an email every day telling me what my workout is. And there's an app that I look into. And there's always like, you know, you've got to post, when the, when you've got to time yourself, you have to see how many things you've done and all that yesterday i did a thing called cindy it's apparently a thing from um crossfit and it's a, an exercise called cindy oh yeah it sounds so like a doll it's those like sort of british barbie dolls yeah and um but it's something it's a, it's a kind of a you know you do push-ups and roll i can't remember it's a thing and uh anyway um and you've got to count as many as you do, many things you do in twenty minutes. I can't remember. I just I'm listening to a podcast. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I was like, I think I did fourteen, Guthrie. It might be fifteen. It might be thirteen. I'm not sure. But anyway, there's a bit at the bottom that says comments for the whole worker. And I always make a little either a little video and talk to him or do a picture of me snarling. So I posted those. <clears throat> I also posted. I did post a rather racy Saturday Night on Broadway.
3: I didn't see uh, that. Were you naked? That's even
2: what. I was naked. Yes, naked. Oh, why did I miss Showing that? Showing the the algorithm was working against us there. Oh well, you're maybe maybe it's for the best. I did kind of uh, I'd had a glass of wine, of course, but I uh, <laughs> yeah I was in the pool and I thought oh gosh it's satting out so I made a little edited you know me popping up in different parts of the pool with different um, inflatable things and then me me streaking across
3: the garden in the distance at the end
2: you know give the public what the public needs that's what i say exactly
3: in these trying times you've got to cheer people up
2: yeah what about
3: your week we haven't talked about you
2: just the fact that you're drugged
3: oh yeah well um william my husband and the dog went on holiday for the week well they didn't go on holiday they went back home to london so i was without you without me um so i was all by myself and how was that uh It was really, really nice. I love the dog and I love my husband dearly. But lockdown, we've been together for... But he's not happy with that billing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very true. I love my husband and I love my dog. So that was actually really, really nice. It was sort of just to be... Because I definitely am like an extrovert. Like I like talking. I like connecting and chatting. But because I write for a job it means I am forced to spend a lot of time on my own because you have to be on your own to write, otherwise you don't get it done. And actually in lockdown, because we've both been at the house for four months, I hadn't spent any time on my, by myself. So it was, it was yeah. really nice. And then, you know, crack open the CBD all And quite frankly, I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> I came to with William coming back through the front door. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, do you know what else I did this week? Go on. I watched your television show, Back to Life, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. For those of you who have not seen it, it's on BBC iPlayer, Alice. Uh, and it's uh, directed by young Christopher here, and it's with this uh, amazing woman town. called Daisy something. What's her second name again, Daisy? Daisy Haggard. I thought she was absolutely great. And I thought it's just so, uh, I loved it, This the tone of it is so unusual and idiosyncratic, and Hilarious and really touching, and it's also it's a mystery and it's all the suspense, and I just think your work on it is amazing. And I would exhort everyone who hasn't had a chance to see it to see it. It's on Showtime in America too. Is that right? Yeah, Showtime in America, BBC in the UK, and if um, you have one of these things on your phone uh, on your computer like I do, you can watch it on. The, yeah uh, i'll, I'll happily piper. sell a
3: pirate link for 2.99 via alancoming.com <laughs> forward slash shop <laughs> but a uh, free t-shirt as well but no that's really sweet of you thank you and it, um it was great we love that show and daisy is amazing in it she's such a brilliant actor and mm. she's just su- such a great face yeah and it's hilarious let's do um let's do an email do you want to read the first one uh, yes, actually, I will.
2: <clears throat> oh, I've just minimized it. I tried to minimize you and I
3: minimized the email. Hang on, I'm going to minimize you so I can still see you. So while Alan's um, finding the emails, there's we're, we're lovely emails about Laurie Anderson this week.
2: Yes, I think the Laurie Anderson interview was as uh, moving and calming and uh, illuminating to everyone as it was to us. So that's yeah. always nice. And nice that that
3: translated because I felt very yeah. like, soothed by her in her presence but you don't know if it's going to translate and it did and also I thought we were going to get more flack because she said Jesus was gay but I know maybe we don't have as many um... we have had some homophobia on the homo sapiens Instagram today though which I reported what did we have someone said I hate LGBTQ and at homo sapiens so I reported it and then they commented saying I've been reported so I reported that (laughs) Good for you Here's an
2: email From Monica Miller Subject Thank you I typically only listen To podcasts Created by people I know But You know what Monica We know you (laughs) But I also generally Listen to anything That Laurie Anderson does Thank you so much for such a wonderful podcast. I'm now starting to listen to your other episodes. That there are interviews with both Laurie Anderson and Patti Smith makes me a big fan already. I've read Alan's books too. I have quite a bit of respect for your work as well. I hope you. I, hope, I wonder if that's the British or the American or the United States of American uh, use of the word "quite." because you know, you know you know in america they say something's quite good to means something's really good and if you say oh. something's quite good in britain it means like not not that great anyway i'm going to go oh. with the american version cuz she says i have quite a bit of respect for your work as well i hope that you both are handling these unprecedented times brackets tm all right what does that but, mean tm transcendental mm-hmm. meditation no trademark. i think it's like
3: trademark like unprecedented oh, times to you I,
2: I got it to like coca-cola with gratitude but that's very nice monica thank you so much i'm glad you enjoyed it. and i'm glad that we it's interesting like how which guests lure in people that perhaps people who wouldn't have watched us mm. i mean listen to us are now
3: doing it because of laurie anderson who'd have thunk she has such a uh very like core strong following Who loyal door loyal yeah, exactly. and staunch yes now um As we are a broad church, we also read out the, uh, you know, the less happy emails. So, Uh Linda, the lawyer's been in touch. Already, I'm worried. Well, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Uh uh-oh, that's (laughs) not what you want to hear. Um, But actually, this, to her point, whoops, Uh, subject, Alan, please don't mean to be mean to the lawyers. Please... (laughs) Please, Alan, don't disparage the hardworking lawyers of the world. Where would we be without Atticus Finch? Miranda Hobbs, Cynthia Nixon was a great interview. Perry Mason, Horace Rumpel, Arnie Becker and Alan Shaw. Lawyers entertain us, keep us out of prison, protect freedom of speech and sort messy contracts and mediate outcomes. They are excellent company at dinner parties, good at board games, have truly fabulous shoe collections, or dri- enjoy a drink or 27 and have been to club coming on multiple occasions. Oh, what- Lawyers are often misunderstood, just want to get the job done and get paid. Please don't be too hard on us in the upcoming pod from Linda the Lawyer.
2: Well, Linda, I apologise if I have um, made you think that um, I have blanket uh, dislike for lawyers. I don't. I I think, though, it's interesting that the uh, the examples you use are all fictional lawyers. They're all lawyers (laughs) from literature or uh, or television. I think that says something. Perhaps maybe I'm coming from my... Being on a, a show about lawyers, I learned too much about them and uh, maybe we should meet in the middle and, and I'll say uh, next time you're at a Club coming, I'll buy you a
3: drink. That sounds like, that sounds fair enough to me, no? And um, and then I think we'd also say,
2: relevance.
3: <laughs> that was my
2: favourite thing that lawyers get to say in The Good Wife. Relevant. I just think it's a relevance. great thing to say. If someone's if someone's rambling on, you should use it more often with me, frankly. But if I'm just <laughs> rambling on, I just, just shout out relevance, Chris. <laughs> I will right? do. I will be. Yeah. Okay, moving on to something much more um, hairy. So, this is <laughs> the subject is armpit hair, and it's from David. Uh, Hi, Chris and Alan. Thank you for this wonderful podcast. The wit and warmth are perfect tonic to life in lockdown. That's a nice little alliteration. Wit Isn't and warmth it? and life in lockdown. Next time Alan is harassed by a journalist on his armpit <clears throat> hair, <laughs> he should point out it's the characters and not his. Hmm. Don't know if that was stand up in court. The MC was performing <laughs> nightly, running a cabaret club, managing unreliable performers, and hiding from the Nazis. It's unlikely in 1930 Germany at the time or the inclination to shave his armpits. Good point. Thank you for your letter. Keep up the excellent work, says David, and you keep up the excellent work too, David. Lots of love.
3: So we've had so many emails this week from our teenage listeners, which is really cool. And um, kids, all of our, all of them, um, getting in touch about what we were talking about about TikTok. So Olivia got in touch saying. Dear Alan Alan and Chris, you're on straight TikTok. As a 17-year-old, somewhat closeted lesbian, I just wanted to say that from what I heard from your podcast on Thursday, it seems that Chris's deep dive was on straight TikTok. Gay TikTok is a lot better than straight TikTok.
2: (laughs) Wow, there's a a gay bit.
3: Yeah, so have you heard of gay Twitter? No. So it's the same thing. It's like where all the gays talk on on Twitter. But this is obviously, I'll carry on. This is obviously where they do it on TikTok. So... There, there are less dance and cake videos and more either hilarious or supportive people making funny and relatable videos. There are jokey ones, so funny, as well as queer history, homo transphobia advice and the occasional happy ending uplifting love story. Not quite oh, sure. Thank goodness. Which today? worried where that was going. Yeah, me too. Which today's media so lacks. Coming out TikToks are also a thing. Also, I think you will find a lot more activism, most of which is incredibly intersectional. Look at how people on TikTok booked all the tickets to Trump's rally. That's true. Yeah, and actually, lots of people wrote in to say that.
2: So, this gay TikTok—is it like a separate TikTok, or it's just like a—you just have to sort of go into TikTok and.
3: I think you sort of um, find your way, Olivia. You need to give us directions, but um, I think you sort of just find your way. So, for example, my friend on Twitter. Just- I don't really use it but he was like just follow everyone I follow and you will find gay twitter so it's oh I people see people who sort of I talk see. to each other and comment on each other's and there's lots of very funny people like
2: so it's I guess you curate it yourself to make it the the the, the, the yeah whatever flavor you want I guess that I'm, I mean I use twitter I have a few sort of it's actually hilarious <laughs> I was laughing about this because I've mostly used it for news and things like that and then but there's all of a sudden I've got some random people who don't sort of post very often there's one that's really amazing i think i've talked about him before called francois sagat he's a kind of you know model performer porn star sometimes kind of interesting artist he does sort of these weird things i think he's great i'm really fascinated by him he's from paris and um and so sometimes he'll he'll be in the middle of like you know things about scottish politics or you know all these different Mm. things and and social issues and suddenly there'll be like a picture of his bum (laughs) will
3: just come down my feed (laughs) it's so funny It's such a nice thing to see that, like, because it it is funny, but also that kind of idea that they are not mutually exclusive, you know, and have you... No. Yeah. Have you seen this week, Cardi B has released a new video. About bodies and everything. Yes. And people, and there's been this huge thing online about that it's too explicit, you know, people saying, oh, they're, you know, they're such slags and being really rude about them. And it's like, they can do what they want with their body if they're behind it. And... Monroe Bergdorf was posting loads of brilliant things, like Mm. you know, centering around the idea that, like, uh, a a man, a man's view of a woman's body is transactional. But when a woman
2: kind of takes up that mantle, she's called a a slut or a slag. I mean, yes, it's just another example of the. I'm just I'm just stepping in for while the CBD oil um, (laughs) levels out here. Hi, I'm Alan Cumming and this is Homo Sapiens Extra. (laughs) Relevance. Um,
3: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. Thank you for finishing my sentence,
2: Alan. There was a thing about, um, uh, I think it was on Monroe's or someone's, I can't remember, I saw today about like, um, you know, uh, men want women to uh, be available to them in this sort of transactional way and to sort of, you know, to uh, sexualize their, all the things. But as soon as they have an OnlyFans account, then they're like, yes. "You fucking slag! How, tar- how dare you do that?" Blah blah. blah. So there's just—it's another example of I think when and when there's ever a time in our society when women kind of inch up the ladder a little bit in terms of control and power and redressing a balance. Of course, it sends shockwaves
3: everywhere. And yeah, they should do it. They could do whatever they want. They can um, do whatever they like. We've had a couple couple of agony uncles. Do you want to dive in? Agony uncle.
2: Here we go. This is from someone. Hi there. I'm a 36-year-old gay man living in London. I've been single for nearly eight years now and feels like I'm going to be single forever. I've had a couple of boyfriends in the past, but nothing major. I'm at the point of giving up and accepting the fact that I will be single forever, which does make me sad. I'm happy in my single life. Well... but we'd like someone to share my life with as all my friends are getting married and settling down the apps don't work and it's so hard meeting people in London do I just accept that it's single life forever it feels so out of reach at the moment many thanks from this person oh gosh well the first thing that strikes me there he says uh, I, I will be single forever which does make me sad then he says I'm happy in my single life
3: there's I think you don't want to catastrophize this just because you're single now and have been for a while doesn't mean you're going to be single forever the you know yes um, yes and it's not we've spoken about this but before but being in a relationship is not the holy grail. Um, you need to make sure that you're feeling good when you're in and out of a relationship, and it is really hard to meet people in big cities. And I do think people have over the past ten years started behaving really badly in dating, that people just ghost people and all of that stuff. But mm. I think as long as you always hold on to the fact that that is not acceptable behavior and don't pursue it, I think it's okay. You yes. Just remember that and just try and spend your time with nutritious people who are nice to you. And then they will. you will always, through that, you will meet nice people. Yes,
2: yes. It's kind of, you get what you give back sort of vibe. Yeah. I agree. And I, I was just thinking when you were talking um, I, I've had a couple of friends over the years who were in the same situation as you. Uh, not you, Chris, you, the person <laughs> who's written this. Um, that they just felt that they were, you know, they'd tried everything and they were just couldn't find a person. And, and 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 then they kind of went into this phase of sort of just accepting it and thinking, okay, that's that's what my life is. And I'm, I have a mm-hmm. great life. I've got great friends. I've got a great family. La, 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 I have fun. And then, you know, v- relatively soon after that, boom, they met someone and they're now... Together in this relation. I mean, I think it's also, you know, it's like that thing when people try really hard to have a baby and they get very stressed about it. And it's anxiety, and then, you know, and then and then as soon as they kind of accept they're not going to have it, or they maybe start the process of adoption, suddenly they get pregnant. I mean, that's not an unusual concept. Mm-hmm. And I think what that what the sort of uh, allegory or allusion there is that stress stressing about something. And I know it's very hard to say this, or very easy for me to say it, but very hard to put it into practice. But stressing about something. Uh, only adds to the impossibility of it happening because you're you're surrounding you're surrounding a desire with so much sort of spikiness and which is your anxiety and and it's just a, i think it's a question of learning how to accept what is going on in your life and then trying to put out positive messages about what you want
3: yeah and also like you um there's that theory around preferences not demands is a way to live a happier life so you should maybe perhaps prefer that you're with someone, but don't demand it of your life because you can't Mm. meet those demands. You cannot control the universe of when so-and-so will walk into your life. So, you know, try and relax and... Um, maybe maybe they should get some of your CBD oil. Maybe this man should get some honey, of your CBD oil. <laughs> I can highly recommend it. <laughs> you won't give a shit. You'll just run a bubble bath, <laughs> run a bubble bath, put on a Celine Dion album, and you know, <laughs> eat a pizza <laughs> eat a p- yeah, and a and you don't even have to share it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know it, these things, and also I have I have this theory that LGBT people are later developers in life i think that because you if you're 36 you know you're similar age to me the ages from 14 to 20 or 13 to 20 when everyone was like shagging the hell out of each other if you were in the closet around those times you weren't Mm -hmm. doing all of that so i think you actually develop into your relationships later in life so 36 is really young and yeah um,
2: you're going to be great. It's going to happen.
3: Please write in and tell us your Agony Uncle questions. They will always remain private. Please write in and tell us the topics you want us to talk about. Tell us the guests you want to, us to talk to as well. Just tell us to, what to do, because Chris is so stoned. <laughs> he needs some guidance. needs. Alan needs a co-presenter ASAP.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile oh. can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact...
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Yes. Hey, Stoner, you've got to see the address. It's hello (laughs) at homosapienspodcast.com. Hello at uh, at, homosapienspodcast.com.
3: Or at homosapiens on Instagram. See, I'm always listening. What with this hot weather we're having in the UK, it's time to give away some clothing, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should we do review of the week where we give away a t-shirt?
2: Let's do it. What have um, you been
3: saying? Well, do you want to read that first one?
2: Yes. Uh, I'm 36, year old. okay or oh, no? <laughs> <laughs> Reviews. Okay, here's a review. Here's a review from... Uh, it's called Lockdown Life B-U-O-Y-S, but like spelt B-U-O-Y-S. You know in America, in the United States of America, they pronounce that buoy. So when you're like yeah. what, looking out at the seaside and there's little things floating, people go, oh, look at all the buoys. And you think, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it's um, such a silly word. It, isn't it? It's buoy. Like what it's, Again, this weird <laughs> pronunciation thing that goes on here. Like, like you know, th- the thing that gets me is like chaise long, chaise long becomes chaise lounge. They change the letters and make lounge instead of long. <laughs> That drives me bananas. I just anyway, need to th- flag
3: with everyone that this isn't the review. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this is not. Here it comes. This podcast has held me afloat. Oh, I get it. As a nautical theme. During the stormy world tidal waves. Look at this. Such respect for both hosts and guests. And let me say the guest list is divine and treasured. Oh, no water allegory there. So many souls who impart such wisdom and warmth. Not to favorite, but... Mixed Justin, Vivian Bond, Hannah Gadsby, Monroe Bergdorf, Cynthia Nixon, oh my. And both hosts, Chris and Alan, such humanity, humour and hilarity. Mm. On a side note, can I tip my hat to Alan for alerting me to the musical Applause, which I never knew existed and this soundtrack has carried myself and my straight sister through lockdown. Thank you. Love you both. Hold on. Ah, that's nice. Mm, Lovely. And I love the nautical theme did run through throughout. That's lovely.
3: Let's see what the theme of the next one is, which is Love Laurie, and a Laurie Anderson fan then. Mm-hmm. First time listening because of Laurie Anderson, will certainly be back. Laurie has inspired me since I first heard the intriguing and hypnotic Oh Superman, uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, which is uh, Alan's uh, doing a little uh, rendition uh, of
2: there. Uh, uh, oh oh Hello? Superman. Is yes. that you? That's
3: it. God. <laughs> um, in early high school in South Africa and subsequently I've managed to see her live three times. Good. Wow. Me. Good for you. Um. And the next one is Top Listen from Modra Potts. I just love this podcast so much. Fantastic guest list and topics, funny, informative, and just an all-round top listen. Keep up the good work, guys. Well. Leave it with us. That's lovely. Um, do you want to choose
2: the t-shirt to uh, receptionist? No, um, what's it? receivee
3: Receivee. Recipient. Recipient. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like I've been on CBD oil. <laughs> i think anyone who makes the effort to put a little bit of a theme or a pun into a review deserves totally with you lockdown z- lockdown life boy boys yeah so I that gonna... is rich de la Riche is their name please write in to hello at homo sapiens podcast we will get you a t-shirt what about,
2: should we give him two because he's got a straight sister and they're in lockdown together oh
3: yeah of course
2: You know, I was just thinking. Relevant. (laughs) Sorry, go on. I was just wanting to chat about a couple of things that have happened in the world this week, especially in Poland, of all places. Um, (gasps) Yes. Where these Polish MPs uh, at the seating of the new parliament made such an incredible statement. They wore these um, rainbow coloured masks. Um, as a show of LGBTQ solidarity, as this awful uh, anti and very, very violently anti-gay president. um, Can't remember his name and I'm glad. He stoked um, anti-gay feeling throughout his election campaign. And sadly, you know, that worked. And Mm. uh, But luckily, there are these uh, people who oppose him and especially
3: oppose the way he has uh, weaponized anti lgbt um, feeling? Did you see the photo of them outside, these um, MPs outside parliament as well? And they had worn all the colours of the rainbow.
2: Yes. Yeah, it looks great. There's, it was, it's great. Oh. was. I mean, it's so moving. And, and when you read about, you know, over the last few months, I've been reading about the terrible things that are going on in Poland for LGBT people. And then you see something like that and it makes your heart swell and just think there are good people and there are people who are, you know, making... Huge statements, and look at that. Here, here's he us talking about it and mm. telling more people about it, and that's activism, and that's how you get people to um, an advocacy, and that's how you get people to change the world. But what so about? Bravo. Bro-
3: yeah, bravo. And w- what about the role of the EU there, though? Should they not step in? Shouldn't they not allow this? I, I mean, sh-
2: I mean, I'm sure. Surely, they've got to say how much they. It goes against the EU. Uh, rules of human rights and everything but Mm. i mean what can they i mean what can they actually do i mean dump poland from the eu is that would that would that be that's like that cancel
3: culture is that the thing to do you know i think it's an interesting um allusion between there's such a a thing with activism of how activism that also has to have F- proper real effect is that you need to keep people inside the tent and help them get right. there. Yes, I, I, I agree. I
2: think like, you know, Britain Britain leaving the EU is only going to make those feelings and opinions about, oh, those boffins in Brussels who, you know, want to change yeah. the size of our condoms and oh grabbing all our money and, you know, all that stuff and we're putting all the all all the lies that were told. And um, the propaganda, it's only, it's only going to be magnified because you're not in a forum where you're actually seeing and understanding it yes. from other people. So, yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, you have to lead by example. I, mm-hmm. And I think that, obviously, maybe sanctions or something could happen. I mean, I really think it should. It's, it's really... And also, imagine what it must be like growing up in Poland and you're queer and, like, the government is saying that there are no queer people. They don't exist. You're just... Yeah. You're being completely wiped off the whole face of 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 humanity it must be a terrible time to be there
3: yeah and um alok vaid menon who is a activist who i love and they said this thing about coming out which is they don't think it should be called coming out it should be called being um along the lines of like when it's shrewd to come out on the basis that you might be thrown out of your family, you won't have anywhere to stay, therefore you won't have any money, you can't work, all these things that are are as a result of um, homosexuality and other, you know, not being accepted. And Mm. what Poland is doing is it's setting everybody back, all those young queer kids back. You cannot, you know, because if you then tell your parents you're, um gay or trans or any of the spectrum yeah you put the problem with your parents because they will have to hide it otherwise they will get in trouble you know it's just it becomes societal it's revolting it's playing into that idea that people wanting equality is taking rights away from other people it's not. It's just it's not a cake. It's not like cake. Me exactly. getting some doesn't mean you get any less.
2: Anyway, I'm yes. um, talking of trans things. There's another interesting news um, item that uh, I think we should discuss if you if you've got the uh, CBD oil energy <laughs> to do it. <laughs> Is that um, so? The Matrix films. There's a new oh, Matrix yes. film being shot right now in in Berlin, and the Matrix films are directed by uh, the, uh, the Wachowski sisters, who are both trans women. And it's uh, there's been a sort of a revelation this week that Lily Wachowski um, confirmed that the and it's been a long discussed theory apparently that uh, amongst uh, Matrix um, fans that the the Matrix is an allegory for gender transition, isn't that yes, exciting?
3: It's so cool. And someone went and did a um, on Netflix's Twitter. Someone did a sort of deep dive on all the chats around the trans themes within the matrix and it's brilliant like how so
2: so the pill thing is is that you can choose one pill and, and you'll get something is that is that what is
3: so a few things like so there's a writer called andrea Chu sums it up in an excerpt from her book females neo has dysphoria which is you know gender dysphoria which is feeling that people are calling you the gender that you know you aren't um the matrix represents the gender binary so ones and zeros very binary mm, mm-hmm. and the agents transphobia so they're coming for and various other things like so the Uh. splinter in neo's mind that for many trans folk is a lot like the experience of being socialized as a gender that doesn't align with their true gender identity gosh upon waking up neo begins his transition from one identity thomas a anderson a name given to him by the machines to the one that he sculpts for himself neo his chosen name so it's Uh, fascinating and that's
2: so interesting
3: i think that that is just what you know we've spoken about this many times um but how entertainment and how you can discuss brilliantly big themes with entertainment and you know cabaret was one of the prime examples of that i just think it's Mm. so exciting and it's funny because unless it is about something else i think that people will never truly connect with it on those huge levels like people did with the matrix or did with the with cabaret yeah i think it goes into another place doesn't it
2: yeah it has so much to say it shows us uh, again i'm using this word a lot today but an, an allegory mm. of what we're going through it's interesting as well though that that she, she's come out and talked about this now um mm. i guess she feels more comfortable and and i guess they're talking about the new film but like the it's interesting that how people might have thought that for so long and now it's been confirmed by the auteurs yeah it it's be, just great be very, because
3: it, it sort of says it's been there all along and you didn't have a problem with it then you know, I love that. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. The later reveal.
2: It's like we're talking about X Men mutants are sort of allegories for for LGBT-ness. And I, you know, I, I chanced upon who thought would have thought the gayest film that I've made that I've made. I made some pretty gay ones. Would be <laughs> X Men
3: Two. Yes. Funny old world. Funny old world. I think we need to round off uh, events with a little bit of an anecdote roulette. Let's do it. Who have now, we got this week? A request came through from Instagram about uh, Alan Rickman.
2: Oh, Alan Rickman. Dear departed Alan Rickman. I love him. I, I, do, <laughs> I do have an anecdote about him, but it's sort of, it's too, I, it's not, not anything rude that he did, but it involves something, I, 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 I can't tell you. It's just, it's that, the, the thing that comes to mind is too crazy. What Alan's Anecdote trying to
3: say is he wants to put it behind a paywall.
2: That's one of my OnlyFans.
3: <laughs> Anecdote roulette OnlyFans. fans. Yes. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Okay, Ooh, fine. That's a great idea. All right, so let me choose someone who's maybe a little more, I can't he imagine. He was a
2: dar- such a darling, Alan Rickman. I absolutely really? loved him and, and just sort of had so much respect for his work and what a great, you know, a great, great man. Really. Okay, so this, I can't imagine this being filthy, Tilda Swinton. <laughs> I, uh, I've, I have lots of stories about Tilda, actually, but this the one that springs to mind is so hilarious. So years and years and years and years and years ago, like I first knew Tilda when she was the assistant director on this play I did in 1988, because she'd played, she'd been in the, a play the year before by the same writer, and so she came on to our play as the assistant director to help out. Anyway, but that's not the story. So what it was is around about that time, uh, she was at this agency and my friend was at this agency and he heard this story. So she went in to talk to her agent and she'd had a meeting and she was sort of hanging out in the office. And into the office came another client of the agency, which is Sue Pollard. Now, for people <laughs> who don't know Sue Pollard, she was famous in the 80s, I suppose, yeah. and initially in this sitcom in Britain called, um, uh, what was it called again? Heidi this High. One in, Heidi High. It was set in a, in a, in a, a holiday camp. Um, it was and absolutely she, great. And she was the cleaning lady. She was sort of this sort of crazy, loopy cleaning girl. And she had these amazing and, glasses. That was her thing. Yeah. Wasn't it? And she was what was her name? In it, um, Sue Pollard. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so she was this. She's be, she's been this kind of. She's basically had that same sort of persona, uh, really. For, for it was just like immeshed into the whole kind of like very fond cultural icon of of Britain. Yeah. Anyway, so but she's like worlds apart from Tilda, you know, who's kind of this sort of weird. It was sort of pixie from,
3: you know... She's sort a, of glacial art house chic, best friends was, with... There you go. Nailed it. Yeah. So
2: anyway, Sue Pollard comes in and uh, <laughs> she gets um, introduced to uh, uh, Tilda by the agent. And she and Sue thinks her name is uh, Matilda, which probably it originally was. And... <laughs> Sue Pollard chatting and then Sue po- the agent says oh let's go in then to have our meeting Sue and Sue Pollard says to Tilda Swinton she goes alright Mattie you're going to get on with some typing see you later <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me laugh so much That <laughs> Sue Pollard thought that Tilda was called Mattie and she was the typist at the agency
3: <laughs> when in fact she's like the the number one art house muse well, who doesn't just, even... You just don't go near typewriters if you're Tilda Swinton, do you? You, you just, just
2: think things and they get
3: put onto billboards across the world. Storks yeah. appear out of the sky <laughs> carrying, <laughs> carrying your thoughts. I love that. Oh, isn't that great? That's a good Matty.
2: Yes, yeah, so that was my anecdote. Oh, no, I can't even say it. I think I've been on the CBD oil. Anecdote <laughs> roulette. Oh. Shall we do wormhole of the week? Mine was really weird. Let's have a look at your wormhole. So I was... Um, in my uh, course of my research for writing, I, was, I wanted to know um, how you describe windows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because about this window I had in my dressing room in 1998, it's a long story. It will be available in my upcoming memoir. But <laughs> I, I was trying to find out what you call a window that kind of goes up and down, you know, as opposed to comes in like that. And if sash, I. I, I sash, you should have called me. I sash, yes, of course. But I don't know if that translates to content. Have this we gone to print yet? <laughs> it's far too late too late uh, uh but it, it, I found out that actually they're called um single hung is that right I'm looking up the list single hung windows I think the ones that I was referring to I looked up mm-hmm. I looked up pictures um or pull up single hung, yes, v- various things. I've got the whole thing here. Anyway, so in the course of that, I also looked up some photos. I was trying to see if there was any photos of this window that I could actually, you know, compare to. And then I discovered myself around about that time. And I said, oh, I love that suit. Oh, that was a nice suit. I wore that to the opening of Blah Blah. And then I find, found, I like, oh, who gave me that? What, who gave me that? What designer was that? And then I realized it was Hugo Boss giving me that. And then I realized, ironically i wore a hugo boss suit to the opening night of cabaret on broadway in 1998 and guess what hugo boss the original hugo boss not the company now of course but should say that that they have no connection with nazism but the mm. original person hugo boss because he was alive and he was a designer in germany in those days actually designed the uniforms for the hitler youth and the waffen ss yeah so
3: that was my worm that
2: was my wormhole yeah over
3: to you so mine was a little more light-hearted um <laughs> but nearly as damaging um So I was looking at Tom Pryor on Instagram, who's a very funny person on Instagram. And he does a TikTok marathon every week where he posts his favourite TikToks. And um, they're always very funny and sweet. And um, that took me to, I think he had done this thing which people are doing lately, which is you can put, take your face off and put it on like Beyonce oh, and her music video. my God. And so good. This, this sort of face um, replacement um, app. It's incredible what it's people are doing. unbelievable the quality. Can listeners write in and tell me which is the best one? Because I've tried. So then well, I there's started, several. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's, lo- the, there's a few. And then, um, then I started Googling because he did one with Uh, I started googling how to find the face swapping and then I found Mm. this Ariana Grande face swap app where you could put yourself into Ariana Grande videos or something and then that put up this suggested thing which was like an article which said top 10 times Ariana Grande didn't wear makeup and I was like "Mm." so I clicked on it every single one of the 10 photos she is wearing makeup in it (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it just so, why well, I say it's damaging. It's like, it's so pervasive, that idea that you're telling kids that this is what yeah. Ariana Grande looks like without makeup on. It's like... Like, it, I, as if she just doesn't have very huge eyebrow, doesn't have her stage makeup on. Yeah. People think she's got no makeup on. I know. It's not good for an eight-year-old's head, let alone a 14-year-old's head, you know? Yeah.
2: Um, well, this has been lovely. I've been really alert and enjoying this. Chris has been lying on his back <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with, like mats on his eyes
3: listen i'm blissed out and i'm loving it i'm actually sitting in a really uncomfortable chair i've had a lovely time though alan talking to you is always a pleasure
2: oh it's fun it's always lovely to- i actually really enjoy this little uh, zoom uh, sort of thing where you can see each other's rooms and to see where we are situated and i can actually see you in your kind of com- completely stone state it's beautiful <laughs> people have said
3: i appear stoned for my entire life can i just tell you that do they really yeah that's kind of a nice thing what? Anyway, we've got to go. <laughs> <Okay>. Relevance.
2: Re- <laughs> relevant.
1: <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.